opened on the neighborhood of La Colonia, a vibrant Latin American neighborhood south of Mute. People of all ages are putting the finishing touches on a mural depicting the city, teeming with animal life, snakes coiled around lampposts, rainbow kestrels streaking across the sky. A woman walks up to the long-haired man. Both are smiling broadly. Thank you, Mr. Philidor. You've been so very generous to us. I don't know. Please, call me Julian. Julian extends his hand, which the woman shakes enthusiastically. No need to thank me. It's been my absolute pleasure. And it's not just me. My friend Rob is at least half responsible. Isn't that right, Rob? Rob shuffles up awkwardly, hands jammed in his pocket. A lump of misshapen clay shambles up beside him. Come on now, Rob. Shake her hand. She won't bite. She laughs and extends her hand warmly as Julian pulls out his phone to take a photo. We zoom in on Rob's hand, extended. Zoom out on the same hand pulling back from a different handshake. The man Rob is talking to looks serious. They stand at the head of a table, all but three seats filled with similarly stern business people. You need to understand, Robert. We got involved in this venture because we saw growth potential. Returns. But you've plateaued. NWIN exploded in the Colonia. We need to see that again. Not this puttering around in markets you've already secured. Yours are flourishing in La Colonia. Our efforts have helped sustain a rich tradition of public murals. Not to mention all the community members who've applied for NWIN funding to start their own businesses. With our support, there are countless families in the community who have bread on their tables. All because NWIN is here to make it possible. That's your problem, Robert. The man jabs a finger into Rob's chest. You see other people's growth and call it a victory. What about ours? NWIN is a business, first and foremost. You forgetting that? That's not what I'm saying. It's not enough to sweep through this market. We need to build institutions. We want this company to be something stable, something people can rely on. Robert takes his seat at the table, arms stretched out in front of him, palms up. Let's discuss how we can achieve both of these goals. For a beat, everyone looks at Robert. Their expressions a combination of stern, angry, and confused at this man demanding they do his job for him. They look like they're about to break into a heated argument. When the door flies open, Julian strides in, chest first, to the head of the table and turns on the projector. I'm sorry I'm late, everyone. Let's get started. <clears throat> Now, as you've all noticed and expressed in recent weeks, Name What You Need's growth has attained its peak since we reached the limits of our niche in the Colonia market. My partner Rob here has also talked my ear off about sustainability. Julian gives the people in the room a knowing smile and their faces soften. They lean in. He clicks a remote. Click. Projecting a triangular chart onto the wall behind him. Our plans to kickstart a second wave of growth are twofold. First, we will be recruiting a multitude of business owners into key leadership positions in our company. I've got a handful of signatures already, and I expect the rest of the community to fall in line. I've made it clear to them that our existing infrastructure is built from the top down to support and enrich their visions. Click. Now the projector shows Rob's handshake in front of that beautiful mural. Julian lets the investors drink it in for a second before proceeding. If they don't accept, we will offer to buy their businesses outright. This way we can directly manage things, which is also how we'll be addressing my partner's concerns about instability. Now, we understand this will require more investment on your part, but click. As you can see, even our most conservative projections show this will be more than worth it in the long term. Rob looks like he wants to say something, but he looks around the room. The atmosphere has totally changed. Investors are smiling, relaxed now. Some are even nodding along. He lets Julian continue. Ladies and gentlemen, Name What You Need has been nothing but a success story so far. 
You want to know why? It's because you all believed in our vision. What I'm asking for today is nothing radical. It's just a continuation of that same belief. And Rob, I'm actually really glad you raised the issue of growth today because we've already got our eye on other markets. Click. Projector switches to a large image of the Condus Community Center. Slow zoom on that image, tilting slightly through one of the windows and into the middle of the newly established CCC metalworking shop. Durzum is talking to Rob. Hey boy, I just can't wrap my head around it. What makes these kids around here so mad at name what you need? NWIN labeled crates full of tools and machines are being wheeled into the room. Durzum gives a sweeping gesture. Nothing we do here would be possible with that company. Hell, we got a boat now. If that ain't a sign of the change in times, pinch me ears and call me an elf. Slow pan across a pile of NWYN branded containers. We're no longer in the metal shop or in Robert's personal art studio, where all the bags of clay are stamped with the same four letters and the same stylized font. He reaches into the kiln and takes out a tiny glazed salt shaker. Once it's cool, he gently places it at a table top of his center table, in front of an upright aardvark, eyes trained out the window, just like everyone else in the miniature diner. As the camera zooms in on the aardvark's face, the world off the table fades away and he starts to move, his eyes following something moving outside the window. Under his face, the text appears, Mr. Fix-It. Fade to an image of Mr. Fix-It at the top of a ladder, standing among countless jewels, sparkling like a starscape to make an elaborate chandelier. His focus is above the stars, though, intently working at the bundle of wires. He twists one last wire cap and starts stuffing wires back into the ceiling. Hit it, he says. A bougially dressed grizzly lumbers over and flips the switch. As the lights come on, we see a close-up of Mr. Fixit's face, beaming with joy at a job well done, the sparkling facets wreathing his face in divine brightness. As the light overtakes the shot, we fade back to the aardvark and the grizzly in the driveway by the light to his left. He's still smiling, this time more subtle, more gracious, as he puts it into his front pocket of his overalls. Cut to him on a ladder again, this time hanging the last loop of a basketball net. As soon as he climbs down, a gaggle of young anteaters excitedly run into the court. He turns his back and crouches slightly, and watches over his shoulders as they all hop on and clutch onto his back. He lifts himself up and then lumbers inside, beaming as he takes the kids on a piggyback ride. As he walks through the lobby, he reaches into his front pocket and drops a neat pile of cash into a donation jar. All right. Last we left off, Will said to John directly, make a new seat on the council, become my puppet on the council, and do my bidding, otherwise I'm going to wreck you. And in response to that, John went to Eddie, who's currently finishing up performing at a church service. So, Mr. Murday, I, I, I got to admit, I don't think that any of these allegations surrounding you are true, but I do think that they can hurt you, uh, even if they aren't real. Now, I recognize that uh, you and Mr. Lee are good friends, but I suspect that you're also concerned about some of his conduct. I just know that he's a bit aggressive as an individual, and, and obviously aggression is a cyclic and horrendous sort of process. It's almost as if he believes that like war is is an element of the state. It's a catch-all solution for trying to make the problems of the world go away when you and I know that the way that you do that is through working with your own hands and realizing your value. Now, 
I full well understand if you're concerned about a stranger coming up in your business, but I just want to let you know that if there's anything that I can do, perhaps acquiring information about the neighborhood, perhaps acquiring uh, information about your competition, I am happy to get behind you uh, so long as you agree to make sure that Mr. Lee cannot win this election or win this seat, really. I don't think that it would be appropriate for him to dictate the future. And I think that you're the next generation. Eddie sits silent for a moment. And he says, this is quite a bit to take in right now. Uh, who are you? John panics, having realized that he didn't really make much of an introduction. Sorry, Mr. Marday. My name is Jonathan Doe. Uh, you might know me. I used to work for Didi. Well, I, I do work for Didi uh, at the Historic Mute Preservation Society. I've also had some contact with your other friends and associates. Tish, Agave, Kaz, and Lee have all uh, worked with me in the past on a little scuffle on the outskirts of the neighborhood. So if there's anything that I can do to help you, uh, here's my number. John hands Eddie a business card and says, I know that you're not really the type to... Uh, respond to dogged pursuits so when you feel comfortable coming to me i'll be around and john leaves the building as eddie rises from his seat at the church organ he's going to be approached by father stone stone says matthew twenty-two fourteen. for many are called but few are chosen we have both been called eddie but only one of us will be chosen yeah, i know i know i'm i'm just I, I need to remember my scriptures, Father. Um, <laughs> That's the first step, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The Word is the way, the truth, and the life. Well, I just... I'm not entirely certain that I'm... Uh, there are some conflicts in the neighborhood, and I don't know how, how I feel would be best to uh, approach them. Obviously, there's some cause to responsibility, but I don't want to respond with aggression. Eddie, the Word of the Lord is clear. Exodus twenty one twenty three, But if there is harm, then you shall pay life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. Yeah, yeah, I know, Father. But in Matthew twenty six fifty two, Jesus said, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. And I... Do not feel like bringing this community into a conflict. Mm. Perhaps you undersold yourself a little, Eddie. It seems like you do know the word. You'll also know that in Romans twelve eighteen it says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. They've made that impossible, Eddie. We cannot resist. You must pay them back, life for life and eye for eye. You know, 1 Corinthians says... For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And I know that bringing us into this conflict, it, it will ruin us. Think of the children. You yourself still have young ones. And I'm an inexperienced leader. I make music and I fix toilets. You know? <laughs> I can't run a community center. I can't, I can't put this all together. <laughs> what about you, though? You're in the election. Why don't you take up the mantle? says, it's funny you bring up 1 Corinthians. You'll also know it says in that same book, each person must remain in that condition in which they were called. I have been called. Now that you've been quoting these verses to me, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure anymore. See, when I was first nominated, I saw my capacity to lead, but over the past week, I've reconsidered slightly. I'm the voice of faith, Eddie, but our community is more than our faith, and our community has many different faiths. What you've said to me today has shown that perhaps my ways are not the right ones. I'm not sure. This is a community of very talented and, and very intelligent individuals, and I I would be loath to part with their experience, but I also don't want to see any more harm come to the people of Mute, and I've seen more of it than I want lately. Perhaps I should take things more seriously. A great many people have put their faith in me lately. If If you would support me, I would feel more confident in trying to take up the mantle. First Timothy 4.12 Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. I was proud, Eddie. I thought I could set that example. I see that you might also be able to set that example. I'll think on your words. Don't forget. Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. It's not my endorsement. You need Eddie. Thank you, Father. I think I'll be heading out now. Way living out his sick fantasy of being a youth pastor. <laughs> 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 that was the most fun I've had playing this game. No, that's not true. Okay, uh, let's go now to the present moment. Last we left off. Hello, my name is Dr. Tennant. Clicks his pen. What uh, seems to be troubling your marriage today? And in that split second, Lee, you get a vision. But you can barely tell it's a vision because the scene hasn't changed at all. You're still in... Dr. Tennant's office, but you're floating, headless, watching him talk to a woman you've never seen before. He clicks his pen. Hello, my name is Dr. Tennant. What uh, seems to be the problem today? She says, I, I don't know. I feel lost. I can do things. See, I'm a singer, and, and my songs, they, they affect people. Uh, but I don't understand it. I don't know if... I'm losing my mind or what's going on, but I need help. As Dr. Tennant nods, you hear two versions of your own voice having a conversation. No, no, I can fix it. I can make this work. We can win this. You are not trying to win. You're attempting to prevent loss. These are not the same. Two golden hands materialize above the doctor and the woman, clap once, and the woman disappears. You're back with Faye, sitting in Dr. Tennant's office. Faye is talking. Well, first of all, Doctor, I wanted to say thanks for booking this appointment. I know you're usually booked up full. Due to my own personal tendencies and the tendencies in my life, and the way that my professional life is being run right now, I think some distance has come into our marriage. Hmm. That's very interesting, Lee. And Faye says, yeah, I agree. You know, I feel like... We've grown apart ever since we moved to Mute. You know, Lee's always working, I'm always working. Music Festival was a 
nice break. But as soon as it was over, you know, we just went right back to normal. It's gotten so bad when I saw the stories in the papers, I, I didn't know what to believe. I mean, before we came here, I would have laughed at something like that. Now I'm not sure what's real. Dr. Tennant leans in. You ever get that same feeling, Lee? Like you're not sure what's real? Repair through the mist setup. <laughs> yep. Go ahead and roll. Okay. I see you're logged into the foundry. Holy the shit. Incredibly for the first handsome time. man. <laughs> well, thank you. Two and a six, that's an eight. Plus two is ten. Amazing. You get a ten. As you're looking at him, his eyes kind of stare into yours, and you feel incredibly isolated, like you're all on your own. So I would like everybody else, <laughs> everybody else in this chat to drop down to the soup, please. Except for no. Except for no. Leave this chat. <laughs> so long. <laughs> farewell. Talk amongst yourselves. Entertain yourselves. You too, Noah. No, no, Noah's no. here. Oh, Noah's staying. Okay. Noah's playing All John. Right. Remember, Craig is on. Oh right. <laughs> John never goes away. John might be the key to this entire thing. Oh Jesus, John. Hello. Yeah, yeah. We can't escape. Peering through the mist, you see this creature before you is. Not a man at all. You feel very, very cold. And you sense that this person has more in common with dog and with the NWIN security forces than anything warm and living. I did make a joke that this guy's probably Eeyore. He's not a human because he's a donkey. He's a, <laughs> he's a stuffed donkey. Um, <laughs> my first clue is going to be spent asking... So clearly this thing is not alive, and it is driven by some animating force, some desire, some will, power, something like that. What motivates this thing? What are the desires or goals of this thing? This thing was created to engender pain. I don't know if you remember Dr. Drake, but mm -hmm. its goal is to take rifts and cause pain. You feel like it's an appendage almost, like a finger of something much, much bigger. Mm. How can I protect Faye from this thing? Faye has no mythos abilities, so she is safe. Mm. It's you who you need to look out for. Okay. Those are my two clues. So once again, he says, hmm, get that same feeling, Lee? Like you're not sure what's real? No. No, I don't. Very interesting. Seems like you two might have a disagreement on how you perceive reality. Starts writing things down on his notepad. Faye says, yeah, that explains a lot. You know, I, I get that. Doctor, what do you think is best step? How do you think we should move forward? I think maybe you should each get your own help in addition to these sessions. I think that would be really good. But it sounds like you two really disagree on what's happening here. I mean, it seems like you, Faye, are saying that a lot of stuff has changed. And Lee, you're saying that stuff hasn't really changed. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying I do not have a disconnect with what appears to be reality to me. I'm perfectly grounded in my actions. That being said, I think I've lost sight of what should be truly important to me in my life. And I look over at Faye and I just look at her for a moment and I say, I'm sorry that I lost sight of you in the move 
and in the build. You're why I'm doing this. It's always about you. And I can feel like, like Lee can feel that gaze on him still. He can feel that cold presence, this malign entity just boring into his psyche, but he completely shuts it out in that moment. I would actually like you to make a face danger roll against this. Okay. I am going to face some motherfucking danger right now. Yeah, hell yeah, face that danger. It's not just an emotional thing. You also feel physically. Okay. The room is feeling colder. You're surprised your breath doesn't mist. Can I use... And this thing is trying to burrow into your mind. Okay, but for the mental aspect, can I actually use cold at first as a plus here? Because I am just like completely <laughs> you like are mentally also shutting cold? this guy off. Yeah, I'm cold. Fight frost with frost. <laughs> yes, fighting frost with frost. I like that. I think that's um, good. Okay. Unshakable convictions. Just my wife is the most important thing right now. Um, yes. Commanding presence. I'm also just like completely blocking it off. Like I am deciding what's important right now. I get to choose. Yes. Do I have a help point on Lee? I don't. I'm sorry, Lee. All right. So you're going to get a minus to this roll equal to the Wait. amount of mythos tags Can I consider you have? using a crew <laughs> tag here? Sorry, sorry. I do have a help point. I do have a help point on Lee. Okay. John, how do you want to help in this situation? What do you want to say to me, motherfucker? Um, Trying to ramp up narrative tension here. Yeah, yeah. So right now, it would be interesting uh, in terms of the narrative if Tenet suddenly found himself for the first time, perhaps ever, on the back foot in his own office of all places. That would that would ramp up the, the narrative tension. It's like the equivalent of an anglerfish finding a shark at the end of their lore. You know? Ooh, that's a great image. I like that a lot. So lose your help point. You want to use a crew tag as well? Ooh. Um, Sorry, I was talking to Will because it seemed like he wanted to I was to thinking about like how this person that we're trying to find, the, these golden hands, is influencing this scene somehow or like had some influence. Yes, here. that's definitely the case. I feel like Metacosmic Cust Custodian would be in good form yeah. to use here. Let's do that. So this would be a face danger with a plus yep. one. You get a minus to this roll equal to the number of mythos themes you have. Okay, so minus but two. He gave you a plus one, so minus one overall. Let's minus one it. custom modifier. Confirm. Three and three plus three is nine. Nine. That's pretty good. I take the status. But you with minus still one do tier. take the status. So you're going to take the status hypnotized too. Oh, this is real bad. <laughs> Frosty glare. You feel like you're helpless to resist. And Faye is kind of nodding along. Sounds like you have a really big disagreement in your priorities. You said you were doing this all for her, but she doesn't seem to feel that way. I'd like to recommend private sessions. The status is like making me have to agree. Yeah, I think it's very hard to resist. Faye's kind of nodding along. She's like, yeah, that seems like a good idea, Doctor. As a mist starts to curl up around her, you're in a tough position. As it seems like if you don't agree to this, there's going to be really bad consequences between you and her. Okay. Is this scene affecting Jonathan in any way? Does it seem like this entity is aware of Jonathan being there? I don't think this entity would be aware of Jonathan being there. Okay. I'm going to try and see what I can do to help out, man. Oh, nice. 
It's kind of a risky move. If you change the game and fail, it will increase the status. This is right. But if you succeed, it could help out a lot. Mm-hmm. I leave it up to you. As it stands, the resolution of this scene is going to be Lee going into private sessions. Okay. At a secondary location. He says we have a secondary location, actually, with more experienced professionals. Oh, okay. And I don't like Lee. <laughs> I don't... Well, no, no. John doesn't like Will right now. John's terrible. Yeah, that's... Wait, maybe this could be a point of fate or crack for you, John, because... This is like a really big point of struggle for your character. No, no, this is as wishy-washy as it comes, right? Because <laughs> right now, right now, Jonathan doesn't want to incur the wrath of... Like, what if Jonathan piled on right now and tried to really put Lee in the coffin? Then, if Lee survives, Jonathan might have incurred the wrath of Will. Uh, or if Lee dies, it might be even worse. No, no. Jonathan's trying to play perfectly neutral right now and save his own bacon. Okay, so you're going to try to help Lee. I think I'm going to try and help Lee, yes. Yes. Okay, I don't think knows when to hide makes a lot of sense because you, like, that represents you being really good at hiding, right? I would also argue that Logos tags can't really help in this situation. What do you think? So the argument is that John's got a preternatural instinct for when to flee. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's trying to impart this instinct upon Lee at this moment. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. Go ahead and roll with a minus equal to the number of mythos themes you have. Okay, just a minus one. This is a big roll. We're plus one on this. This, this, this. Oh, God, please work. Please work. I, I need a good roll. I haven't had a good roll in so fucking long. Wait, wait. Is there anything on the theme that... Uh, um, How about sweet... Oh, is this... No. I don't think this is a combo. I don't think he can phone a friend. I think you're on your own, John. Well, it's Jonathan trying to tap into that, like, water in a still pond ability. Like, Jonathan's trying to splash in it. <laughs> I'm gonna need Jonathan to roll. I'm gonna need Jonathan to roll right now. <gasps> oh, that's so clutch. Jesus. Oh my god. Alright, what does Jonathan say to me? That makes me want to release that was a nine me from the for the folks, the folks listening on their phones and on their computers and out there in the <laughs> universe. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, I th I think that Lee is in his empire, right? Lee is deeply in his empire, and he's reluctant to wade out into battle. And that's not, not that's not because he's constantly thinking about it. It's because it's been drilled into instinct, right? So it makes more sense for his character. It makes more sense for, for Lee's character to struggle against the impulse because that's not what a general does, right? A good general is disciplined and doesn't just concede to the first power that comes along trying to sway them. That's true. Narratively, it bait me. makes sense. So because you had one power here, your hypnotize is going to go to a one don't forget to give yourself an attention noah and lee you also get you got an attention oh, before sweet That's for the true. cold at first how would you like this scene to resolve with the results that we have seen i would like the scene to resolve like this it's suggested that we go into our own separate counseling sessions and lee agrees with it that's on the surface and on the surface he appears calm and ready um, no, on the surface, 
uh, on the, the surface. surface calm and favorite Italian shop called Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> on the surface, everything looks like like it's not going well at first. That Faye is going to break off, and that this is going to be a long and difficult motion. But below the surface, Lee is able to lock eyes with this entity, this creature, this thing, and stare into the void and get a little bit of its essence, get a little bit hypnotized by it, get a little bit tainted by it, but at the same time is like, I can see what you're doing. You will not touch my wife. You will not do this. And right. Lee is going to just make the commitment to destroy this thing with every ounce of his being he has. Got it. And so you are going to go. Yes. As a, ta as a tactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make as the host tactic. and guest exchange roles. Yeah, dude. the host and, and guest are exchanging motherfucking roles right now. Yeah. Nice. I like that a lot. I'm just going to keep this actually on you as unnamed status one with the rule that there's another hidden part of the ability. Uh, you were not allowed to talk about this? I'm not allowed to talk about this. Other people don't know what that status is. But is Jonathan able to talk about this? Oh, yeah. Jonathan's wasn't in that scene at all. Jonathan, you can do whatever you want. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Bonkers. The problem is, though, Jonathan, this scene is kind of important to escalate the stakes of the story. And if you fuck with that, I'll fuck with you. Yeah. But isn't confronting the big bad part of es escalating the story? It is, but part of the story of this big bad in particular is about like isolating people, right? Because the story it's trying to tell is that when people are isolated and alone, that's when they're most vulnerable. And by building support and, and helping each other, that's how we can transcend our pain. And so that's why I think it's important to keep this private for a little while, at least. All right. Just to be extra clear on what is happening here. You just can't mention the exact status you took. You can still tell people you're going to like a private therapy thing, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Sure. That's fine. You can say you met Dr. Tennant, whatever. Okay, anyway, this is a little bit later. You get a phone call from Valencia. Okay. It's a phone call from Valencia Ranios. Mr. Han, we've been reading the papers with great concern. These rumors, as you very well know, are totally unfair, totally unfounded, and damaging to your candidacy. We're invested in your success. You know, we're allies. And I'd like to offer you our support. We can make the stories go away. We want to see you win this thing. I understand, and thank you for reaching out. Right now, uh, I'm, I'm talking with uh, some of my HR management at MCO, um, and I think that I'll be able to handle this just fine. Thank you for reaching out. I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, I, you're right. These rumors are entirely unfounded. Um, but we're going to get to the bottom of it, and we're going to see good results from it, I hope. Mr. Han, I fear that these stories might get a lot worse if you don't have the support of some well-established community members. I appreciate your concern, Valencia. I really do. But I won't be needing your support at this time. Thank you. All right. Do you know what your plans are for the election? Oh, oh, you'll see. Um, I've got some, some big campaigning plans uh, moving forward. All right. Best of luck. All right. So I would like you now to go down and fetch Emma up here, please. Hey, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood, John, here. <laughs> and the stakes are getting high. Hello. Hello. Hey, you want me to back come back there. or? Okay, you want me to stay down there? Fuck out of yeah. here. How dare you? Okay, so this is a phone call from Valencia. Oh, she okay. says, Hello. You did very well, Tish. 
exactly what we asked you to do. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to help you. We're going to help you out. You know, uh, we know you're a big streamer on uh-huh. Switch, and we're going to boost your signal. Oh. There's always room to grow. Neat. Yeah. Let's do it. Anything else you'd like us to do for you? Anything else we can help you with? I mean, um, wouldn't mind, like, getting paid, I guess. Sure. No problem. <laughs> she names an amount that's appropriately impressive as oh, she yeah. says, oh, one last thing. We're having another wraith in a week. We'd love it if you could wraith for us again. Oh. This time you'd be representing us just like Cass does. Mm. All you need is a cool nickname and we'll sign you up. Okay. Can I have a minute to think about it? Sure. No problem. Let me know as soon as you can so we can get this started. Okay. John is so psyched for the enhanced Tish streaming schedule. I'm <laughs> telling you, this is the highlight of his <laughs> I don't even know what that means. How does my signal get boosted? All the other streamers, I guess. Anyone else in the gang is going to be like promoting you now. <laughs> you know? There's a whole network of people who are going to be promoting you. Nice. I think that there is a system on Twitch where you can pay money to have your channel shown to new viewers too. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Go down there and send Ren up. Okay. I think genuinely John might be on board with... The Uranium's gang just... Hello. Hello. This is a phone call from Valencia. Okay. Hello, Kev. Santiago, Gavi, and I have always been unified in our vision for this city, as you know. Unfortunately, and really hurts to say this, but it's starting to seem like your friend Mr. Han has a vision that's not compatible with ours. If he gets out of hand, he might really harm this city, and we'll have to stop him. If it comes to that, Will you help us, Kev? Uh, yeah, of course, but I hope it doesn't. I don't think it'll come to that. That's good. We're just a little concerned, you know. We're always watching out for each other in the city, and, you know, I've never said this before, but, Kev, we, we think of you like family. And family helps each other no matter what, Right. Yeah. And Kaz is like tearing up right now, trying not to have that show over the phone. He's um backing out the election, by the way. Hmm. Interesting. That's good to know. He told us the opposite, actually. Do you know why he would do something like that? When is this conversation taking place? Shortly after the warehouse incident, I assume after you informed them about damaging the materials inside the warehouse? Um, yeah, he he just told us, so I don't think he lied to you. I, I think he just... Changed his mind? Yeah. He's a very ambitious man. If he moves against us, I need to know that you're going to be supporting us. Yeah. Promise me, Kev. Promise. Yeah, I promise. He, he wants... The same thing as you. I'm sure he does, but sometimes the way we achieve our goals is more important than the goals themselves. By the way, have you been practicing? Because there's going to be another race soon. Yeah, always. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps that I don't need to sleep much nowadays. Excellent. And we also have some good news. Um, we want Tish to race for us as well. She seems kind of unconvinced at the moment. Will you talk to her? Make sure we're all on the same page here. John is getting juiced tonight. <laughs> he really is. Valencia, I'm always going to be honest with you. And 
I'm not sure that I could race up to my full potential if she was racing. Because when I'm racing, I'm not trying to hurt the other people alongside me, but I'm not avoiding it either. I'm, I'm focusing on the win. And if she was there, I think I'd have some more trouble with that. Hmm. She also, she doesn't have a level head. I don't think she's cut out for that kind of thing. Well, that's disappointing to hear. In that case, could you talk to her and tell her to stay out of the race? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Anything else you wanted to talk about? I think of you as um, family, too. Valencia. Always. Thanks. Thank you, Kat. That means a lot to us. That's the end of that scene. Go down and uh, fetch Nick. Hello! That's not the Gave voice. Okay. This <laughs> is a conversation between Santiago and Agave. After you have told him and Valencia about the warehouse, they know everything about what happened at the warehouse. He says, Gave, I need to know your friends are under control. These kinds of mess-ups, they can't happen. Well, like, it wasn't a very important warehouse, right? We lost a lot of money. We lost a lot of money, Gave. We're going to have to have another race to make up for that. Aren't we also worried about, like, the robots that uh, Name What You Need is using? Yes, Gave. That's very concerning to us. And that's why we can't afford to make mistakes, because we have very powerful enemies. And those enemies also happen to be our allies. So that's not good. It gets really confusing who is on our side and who's not on our side at any given time. Name what you need's financial backing cannot be discounted. However, we will protect our own sovereign territory. Now, I fear things might escalate. And that happens, Gave. We'll have to take the stairs? Exactly. We'll have to take the stairs. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I'm sorry. I know how much you like your speeches. When the time comes, we will need to be ready. That's all I'm saying. Will your team be ready? I think most of them will be ready. All right. Appreciate that. Get your announcing voice back on. We're having another race soon. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, it is. Anything else you wanted to discuss? Tish is going to be crashing in my uh, mute apartment for a little bit. Uh, she moved out from her parents' place because they had some kind of nasty fight or something. That's good. She's a good racer. I think right now we either want a, her to race for us or we don't want her to race at all. Just make sure she knows that. I think her grandma was kind of pressuring her to race. So she might not be racing, but she might also want to just race for fun. And if she's racing for fun, who's to know that she's not racing for us? Well, you know how these disputes are resolved. You have to declare... Yeah. So if she doesn't declare for us, she can't race. If she enters again, we'll know. Because, like, she doesn't have those contacts without me. So, like, do you want me to let you know if she's interested in racing? Just don't forget our objectives here. She's either racing for us or she's not racing. Yeah. Things are looking good, Gabby. Things are looking really good. Proud of what you're doing out there. Oh, thank you. I like that the city is becoming a safer place for everyone. Absolutely can pull everybody back up. Should I go down and get them? Yep. All of the filth and the sludge has been dredged up from the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah, all are finding incredible shit from each other. Oh, and was there going to be a call with Robert? 
I don't think they would call Robert. Robert messed up big time. He left a, a sort of brown stain on his legacy here. Not kick Nick. <laughs> I was about to give him an attention. <laughs> I think maybe there should be a call with Robert. Actually, I kind of like that. Do we all return Back to, the, to soup? the soup? Shall I fuck off? Back to the soup with you. Wait, where do I get attention? You don't get attention. That was just a troll. But you don't I get attention, attention for mentioning I brown stains. <laughs> all right, Marcus, you here? Yep. This is a call with Santiago. Hello. Sorry, who is this? My name is Santiago Aranios, the brother of oh, okay. Gave. Just have a question for you. The warehouse. Why'd you go inside? Um, so I was looking for a sink. You were looking for a sink? Yeah, a friend of mine needed it. That's very interesting, because our shipment just happened to be arriving under a sink. Did you know about that? No. Okay, let me make myself clear. You never do that again. You never go anywhere we don't tell you to go. Am I clear? Am I clear? Crystal. And the phone goes dead. Can go back down to the soup. This is a call between Valencia and Eddie. Hello, Mr. Muraday. Uh, hello. Uh, who's speaking? You can call me Scarlet. I'm a concerned citizen, and I wanted to voice my support for your campaign. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll see if there's anyone. Um, we actually have a lot of leverage in this community, and if there's any way we can help you, we would love to be of assistance. Well, that's very kind of you. I do want to do things in my own way, and I don't want to disappoint anybody. You know, authenticity has been the forefront of why people like me, I, I suspect. So, yeah. I appreciate it. I'll just try to be true to myself, and you can keep on counting on that. Goodbye. Now you can go down and get everybody. We can move each other into calls. So it's it's funny I that... I didn't know we could do that. It feels like I have more volition, though. You know? Boy, this is your server, and you accidentally gave everybody the privilege to move people between calls? No, that wasn't an accident. I intentionally made gave everybody admin privileges because I completely trust everybody here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. But I didn't know that Discord had a feature where you could move people uh, to other channels. Wait, so I can ban... If someone makes the brown stain joke, that means because I have admin privileges, I can ban them? Well, I'm banning you right now. Get the fuck out of this chat. All right, see you later. There we go. Gun. Wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> I have an admin, fuck you! Yeah, he's guilty, he's guilty. Get he's, no, he's gone, get out of here. What if I just took away your admin privileges? <laughs> Only mine. <laughs> yeah. So the world is open. What do y'all want to do? Lots of stuff going on. What do we want to do? That's a great fucking question that I should have thought about. I think step number one is Eddie wants to track down the PR person for the CCC. Is that going to be a solo scene or is everybody going to be involved in that? I think that everyone except Lee should be... Er, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does Lee want to have a talk with the crew about his plans for candidacy? Sure. Could be over a group chat. Something like that, yeah. I say, the race is heating up, and I'm under a lot of pressure to appear well in the media. You've all have seen the papers, I'm sure. Yikes, right? But that doesn't bother me. I think what bothers me is that 
I am not going to be able to put forward my best campaign right now. What with MCO expanding and the and me looking for a donor and also everything going on in the background with Oranios gang and, uh, and name what you need and everything. So I think that I want to take my focus off of the campaign and the election and I want to put my focus on something that I think that I can accomplish. So I wanted to tell you all first that I'm going to be dropping out of the campaign yeah. and that I want to back Eddie. Yeah. That's incredibly kind of you, Lee. Um, I think right now optics are pretty tense. I, I hate to say this, but you could keep your support under wraps until <laughs> <laughs> everything is resolved. I think that that would actually help us a little bit more. Uh, Wait. So should I not send this tweet out that says Lee dropping out of the race, choosing to back candidate Eddie? Yeah, hold off on that for just a second. Again. I think that makes the most sense. And, um, you know, you wouldn't want the brown stain of my record to be put onto your own campaign right now. So I'll just drop out silently and thank everyone for their consideration and try to be as graceful uh, about it as I can. I have a question. Do you think Lee dropping out would cause fade or, or crack? Probably. You have born leader. I can overcome any problem. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But you also have 10,000 stratagems. Who is my true enemy? And you also have heaven and earth. What is the price of victory? Mm. Do you think dropping out of this campaign... It proved that he knew the price of victory was not worth it this time. Mm. Or maybe like... No, I don't think that's true. Focusing on a true enemy while giving up on a challenge. Choosing to be a different kind of leader. I think that's it. I think I'm choosing to be a different kind of leader. I think born leader would crack. So that causes you to slip deeper into your mythos. Mm -hmm. This is a loss of theme. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. They all would have been. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> yeah, we, you we, were we living built, on the edge. <laughs> we built up to this fulcrum, this, this tension point. And I think this is the key decision that tips you over. Is he about to enter the Avatar state, or is he uh, just 3-1? <laughs> no, he's got Feed the Hungry. Okay. That is really flavorful, actually, that Feed the Hungry, which I'm now going to rename to MCO, is the only thing... Keeping you human. Keeping you human. Agave's gonna, like, text Will one-on-one. -on -one, or not Will, Lee one-on-one. -on -one. It's okay to give up sometimes. Do what's best for your mental health. A little heart. So my interpretation of this is it causes you to slip deeper into your mythos because you have committed to puppeting people from the shadows. Yes. Or to be puppeted yourself. Yep. I think Robert's going to text Lee like, good idea. We have bigger goals to tackle. Yeah. I mean, that's the, like Lee's thoughts exactly. Like, I'm not going to waste time being the face of an organization. I'm going to go behind the scenes and get right to the action of it. This one goes out to my boy, John, but the strings of a puppet go both ways. Uh-huh. Dude, that is, that is hardcore. What the fuck? That's <laughs> <laughs> hitting me. <laughs> and so what happens when I flip? That theme goes away and you choose a mythos theme to replace it. A nascent okay. theme. You also get a nemesis. I would recommend maybe subversion. Because you're puppeting people from the shadows or destiny, maybe. I'm gonna have to think about this. I don't know if I can do it right now. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm if so Ren excited. can play an entire season without using one of their tags, you can play one session without one of your themes. 
<laughs> felt so good to that back. I don't even know how to use that tag anymore. <laughs> I don't think I even used it before I wasn't allowed to use it. Well, its main use was the storage of pizza and guns. Yeah. And a dude. A real, actual dude. Are we just going to gloss over that? Well, Speaking I mean... Which, we do also have a gun now, which we have to figure out what to do with I was really point. hoping everybody would forget about that, and I could pull it out at a really, really funny and dramatic yeah. moment. Like, I've oh, been yeah. intentionally not mentioning that. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> What if John blocked the surprise of that every session till the end of the season? Like, yeah, and then Kaz might whip out their gun. We don't know. We got to be worried. <laughs> Just every single time. I don't no. think Kaz plans to do anything with... I mean, when you think about it, an interdimensional space is a really, really good place to, like, yeah. put a weapon. And again, again, before we gloss over this. Kudos to Nick for dropping like the hardest core rap intro that I've heard outside of an actual album. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Shout out to my boy John, who knows that <laughs> puppet strings go both ways. What the fuck, man? Uh, you can't just you can't catch me off guard with that bullshit. Oh my god. Well, this stuff pops in my head and I have to tell people, or you know, just rattles around in there for days. Yeah, your head might explode. <laughs> that is how it works. Yeah. I think I have a conversation to have with Tish. Yeah, I also have a conversation to have. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> okay. Is this at Agave's apartment? Should should Agave like go pick something up from the store? I think this is after that just because this is based off of what Lee just told us in the phone call that Kaz had. Okay. So I think this is like, I don't know, some unspecified period of time later, maybe after Tish sleeps and Kaz just texts her saying, hey, can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> just Y-E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kaz would actually like invite you over to their apartment. You already know where they live. Just not on purpose. <laughs> just texts you remember that roof that we talked oh, on yeah. yeah just come meet me there <laughs> like not on the roof on the ground floor i will show up and knock awkwardly i guess having like not going through a window which is kind of a new experience kaz actually it probably gives you an address and then says that it's that one so you'd have like the tenant number because you know you have to go up like a small flight of stairs to get there because they're not on the first floor after you knock you just hear like a lock unclicking and then another lock unclicking <laughs> and then like you're, you're there for like a solid 10 seconds and kaz opens the door you got a lot of locks lock lock deadbolt chain keypad no keypads no keypad nothing digital then they say yeah i um and then they kind of like self-consciously like look over their shoulder and, and there's like a, oh, fuck, I really should have like put away some of that money. And then they just step aside, let Tisha in. And Mango comes up to you because... Mango! Kaz is I now adopted. Yeah, she was... Uh, I'd, I'd been feeding her for, uh, for a while, but she was a stray. She wasn't feral, so just needed a place to come inside she's like rubbing her so much that the cat looks kind of uh shocked <laughs> i've been invited to so many people's houses lately i feel so popular it's great that's um good anyway what'd you want to 
Because I got something to say, ask too. Why don't you go first, Tish? So Valencia like wants me to do this race thing again, and it sounds pretty fun, but I feel like maybe it's not a good idea for some reason. Yeah, that's um good instinct, Tish. She she told me about that, and I told her that. Well, first of all, Tish, um, I, I, and you see, like Kaz struggle to vocalize something for a second. They're not always the best at talking about their feelings, and then they just say, um. If you were racing, I wouldn't be able to race as well, because I'd be worried about you. And I, um, I told Valencia that, and I also told her that it probably really wasn't your scene. I mean, people die in those, Ish. Yeah, I, I know about that, man. I witnessed that. Yeah, and I figured that's really not something you'd want to be responsible for. I basically told her I, I didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah, I would have done it without a second thought, but lately, I don't know, man. Sounds like maybe a little too much. Good instinct, Tish. Well, what should I tell her, though? You think she's going to be cool with me just saying no? Well, she told me to uh, tell you that that was fine, I guess. Well, really? Yeah. All right. Guess I'll, I'm not doing it. Yeah. We should do something else, though. Because, like, still sounds kind of fun, you know. Do you want to go for a drive? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Cue a montage of, like, Tish and Kaz doing, like, six stunts. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen racing sailboats? Yes. I think so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're basically, like, a plane. The object of the boat is to stay in the water as little as possible mm -hmm. to minimize oh, resistance. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and I just want to see a scene where the gang is like, you know what, street races, getting a little old, we're going to change it up one <laughs> week. We'll change it up one week. And I just want to see Kaz just shredding on a windsurfer. Just mm -hmm. all clad mm -hmm. in leather, still. No beef tire <laughs> at all, ever. <laughs> I feel like it would be a reverse of that. I feel like it would be Tish doing that while Kaz just sits there enjoying it. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> It'd be like a role reversal. Have you seen kiteboarding? Mm. I think Tish would totally do kiteboarding. Oh, yeah. yes. See, now the image has changed to, like, Kaz creating this intricate and immaculate six-foot-tall sand castle as Tish is just killing it on the water. Still fully covered in leather, biker helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why use sunscreen when you have clothing, you know? Yeah, it's so Clothes hard. are SPF infinity, yeah. did you know? Oh, yeah, that'd be so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Ugh. Does Kaz feel temperatures? Yeah, I think so. I think that maybe cold gets to them less. I think both get to them less more out of being used to it because they do wear leather everywhere. But also, summer motorcycle gear is a little bit different than winter motorcycle gear. Like, summer motorcycle gear actually has, like, essentially mesh vents in it so like wind passes through anyway what are we doing next i think john would text the group because he's got a lead if you all remember when we last interacted with that adjacent crew we were given a name of a, a community leader in the adjacent neighborhood who created the community garden uh, his name's calvin cyrus 
And we also know that there's a DART group that's in opposition to the main group who violently opposes the Aranios King. Last time we were there, didn't they, like, attack us in all sorts of ways? Yeah, but we're not searching for the DART group this time. And we're also not going to be picking a fight with the local gang. We're going to try and go in on a stealth mission and find this guy, Calvin Cyrus, to talk to him. We know who he is? We only got a name. But... I'm pretty good at finding people, and I'm pretty good at navigating old buildings. And I think that we've got a lot of people here who are exceptionally good at reconnaissance. So is that a text? I think it's an email correspondence. Kaz uh, does not have an email address. How did he get in contact with He responds just immediately. <laughs> yeah. Within 30 minutes. Lee's inbox is, like, empty. Yeah. I think it would be an actual type-headed letter to the rest of you. You don't have my address, and Kaz canonically oh, does not have an email address. Like That is wait, written wait. like on my original uh, character doc. Lee gets the info. <laughs> also, I think that it would be worthwhile tracking down a woman named Rita Crawford. I think that we all have some mutual interests in her. She's been buying up uh, sites that I'm concerned about as a historical building preserver, and I know that she's been pretty connected with Name What You Need lately. Nice. Noah knows all the leads. <laughs> Why are we having all these text conversations? We should just, like, meet up in person. Is that a text you said? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think John wants to be in the same room as Lee at the moment. Not after the incident. There are lots of reasons why John doesn't want to be around lots of people right now. I'll be honest with you. That's but fair. I think I think he would show up if the entire group is there. Let's get the whole group together. Band back <laughs> together. <laughs> we'll be at the community center. Sure. John does feel a lot more secure near his boss. Right? That familiar brown stucco building. So gang, is it superhero time? Are we doing some cool superhero stuff? I'm ready to go. I suggest we make contact with what was that gentleman's name two people i think that we are we should consider contacting calvin cyrus the leader of the efforts in the nearby neighborhood to revitalize the area and also rita crawford who's been moving into this neighborhood and i suspect might also be putting pressure on nearby neighborhoods by snapping up properties and who as i understand it is an affiliate of name what you need and possibly an adversary in uh, your your family's eyes Agave. Just tell me when to punch somebody. Tish, I'm loving the enhanced streaming schedule lately. Just really great content. Oh, you watch? Cylinders. Oh, absolutely. The highlight of my day have been for, gosh, like probably a year. Wow, really. man. Is this so the first up. time you guys are seeing Tisha's new outfit? We we spent like 10 <laughs> hours picking it out. Oh, yeah, check it. Dyed hair. It's pink, right? Yeah. She's got a black hoodie with a white skull on it, black pants, combat and like boots. combat boots. Yeah. Badass. More ostentatious than usual. Probably just gives a thumbs up and stands there. I guess it goes without saying, but if any of you like need appearance makeovers, I got you covered. Kaz nods. Sage, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> you all would like to investigate Calvin Cyrus? Would he be related to any of my old business contacts? Ooh. No, because he is in Grand Vista. Name what you need started in La Colonia. There. And you're in mute right now. Well, like, if we just walk over there, we're probably going to be attacked again. Why can't you just attack us in broad daylight, can they? They attacked us in broad daylight last time. That's exactly so. what they did. <laughs> what if we went in a little disguised? 
And another thing is there was someone that was kind of helping us from the shadows last time, if you remember. There was someone shooting darts or something. Does anyone remember oh, that? I remember it because, like, they shot me and they shot Robert. Yeah, that was bad. They weren't exactly helping us. Well, I still think we should try to find that person, no? Agreed. At least want to know who they are. We should go about it stealthily and quietly. What if we, like, look him up and then find out the address that he, like, pays taxes out of? And then you just show up there and you bring, like, a pasta. And then they're like, ah, you brought a pasta. Very good. Come on in. I would say that since you've got quite a bit of uh, facial recognition, perhaps we can go with a more subtle and nuanced approach. Maybe trying to observe them at work and then finding a way to squeeze into their schedule in a formal manner that makes them feel safe. That sounds like stalking. No, I think he's right. We need to get information on them because we just don't know enough right now. We could go two methods. We could observe them directly in doing their operations. We could try to observe Kelvin directly, or we could ask around. If we ask around, that's going to draw more heat, but it's, we're probably going to be able to get away from it without too much of a problem. If we go in directly and try to be super sneaky about it and observe it, we might attract less heat on us, but at the same time, it'd be pretty dangerous for us if we were found. So what do you think? Do we want to go high risk or low risk here? I'm going to be honest. Stealth isn't really in my toolkit. I can be stealthy. I can be stealthy. I can make something that could help the rest of you. And I might have a, a tag that would help me out with that way for a nascent theme here. Because <laughs> uh-huh. the flavor of what's going on here is you've lost your born leader personality. Yeah. And you've traded it in for a very sneaky personality that tries to puppet people from the shadows. Yes. So would I have a theme with one tag in it? Yes. Okay. Are you ready for that? Uh, yeah. Just click add theme at the top, Damn and while you're doing that, I'm going to cut Craig. This is here's what you missed, and we just finished a break, and we all know that Noah's great. Break time is up, John. You're back. <laughs> back on the clock. Working hard or hardly working. Time to wake up and work in the shit factory. <laughs> John just to himself vehemently thinks always working. Always working. Never hardly working. Well, I, I guess this job you get you, you clock in and you're allowed to exist is uh, the payment. <laughs> Robert wants to build something before we go to Grandview. Grand Vista? Yeah, what's that? So Agave probably can't go there. It's too dangerous, right? So we're going to make, like, a golem avatar for them so they can be there, sort of. Whoa, you can do that? That seems really <laughs> strong, dude. I think It's Agave the, uh... VTuber. <laughs> well, it's going to be a golem that follows Agave's orders, but, like, its ears are going to be, like, on the other side of our radio so they can, like, watch from a little camera. And tell it what to do. What if it's like really small? You know, then it wouldn't be like super strong. It's just like, oh yeah. What if it's like a little guy? Just a chibi agave, and everyone's like, yeah, that's that's normal. <laughs> it like a cat or something. No, we need a chibi a, a chibi agave. Yeah, but only Rips will get to see it. Chibi agave. What if this dude's a rift, though? I feel like that'd be very distracting. <laughs> you can't really control how it's going to appear to rifts. 
or to non-rifts. That's true. The mists do what the mists do. Yeah, what if the non-rifts just see agave? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if it's just, what if no what visage you Wait, choose? Wait, if you can do this, why wouldn't you it? always just create simulacra of yourselves and send them out into dangerous situations so it's never possible to get hurt? How do you know we haven't been doing that this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I have a completely separate yeah, you... character sheet. <laughs> as soon as one of you dies, you're like, yeah, remember how Robert can make perfect simulacra that we can control from a distance? Wait, why yeah, did that was you one of those. That? that was one of my Dude. plans for one of my flashbacks. Wasn't envision it being a perfect simulacra. I'm just going to go ahead and say that's trash. I feel like this replica, I like the replica idea, but I also like Shubigave, but it should be greatly diminished in potential. I assume they, they couldn't use their mythos powers if they're in a golem, or they're piloting yeah, a golem, right? Yeah, that seems, no that seems right. It's just like a drone. Yeah, like, since they're not there in person, all they can really do is, like, walk around and talk to people. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> seems fine. It seems like it would take a long time to make, though. Flashback. <laughs> many, many hours. Yeah, flashback. What if we discover that Robert has one of these for each of us and we're all like really freaked out? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that revelation for the first time and we're like, we got the photos wait, 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 no. of all of us. Upstairs of John sorry, Robert's apartment is just like six rooms, one where he sleeps, and then five others where he keeps like water dripping down on clay bodies that are perfect replicas of us. What the fuck, like, dude? This is this suddenly turned into like silent hip. I looked at the lamps. There's just yeah. like the six-inch tall animal figures that he does actually canonically have of us. Why are you trying to make it weird? Robert's a nice guy. <laughs> Listen, you need to keep clay wet to keep it malleable. Like, I, I'm not even sure if this should stay. This is like it nightmare puts the lotion on for our skin. listeners. <laughs> this is so fucking creepy now, all of a sudden. This might be a bit that you uh, you should cut, or maybe you leave it in. I don't know. So I absolutely let this leave this in. Season one, Noah was like, I'm going to waterboard this person, and now he's describing like six rooms <laughs> of like clay replicas having water dripped on them to keep them moist. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel the plot like that's of like that weird, honestly. Yeah, I feel like that's like entry level say, weird. Yeah, the scale of one um, to ten, it creeps me out like eight. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Does it? Does does it make it like a if they all have highly realistic teeth and are smiling with their eyes closed? <laughs> that's better. I like that. That's cute. It's so fucking good. Robert's not a creep. Dude, this is mega nightmare fuel. <laughs> I feel like that would be a supportive thing to do. Do we get the chibi gave or not? Yeah, you get the chibi gave. That's fine. Oh yeah. I think yeah. what actually happens though is like Rob gets like a fever dream about his childhood. Why? That's the inspiration that causes him. Because he's really been developing. He's been getting a lot better. Mm. Dog is, like, looking much better, more and more realistic. And as yeah. that's been happening, he's also been having, like, more and more dreams that are becoming mm. more vivid. Maybe he takes, like, a single sip of wine from the wine that goes in the marinara of the chicken parm and uh, has this dream <laughs> afterwards. What do you think, Marcus? Yeah, I think that works. And he's going to dream about, he's going to dream about a classroom 
He can't quite make out anyone's faces, but he knows they're not all going to make it. Jesus. What? <laughs> it's a little dark. Is this where we hear the edgy backstory? <laughs> not exactly, no. Uh, was that the whole dream? Evil's first stuff. I think that was the whole dream. Just a classroom and a like feeling, a sense that they're not going to all finish whatever class they're taking. Oh, okay. Just the class. One of our OVAs should be all of our characters in like a class together. <laughs> yeah, like special episodes. Yeah. Where like you're expected to envision chibi versions of us doing everything we say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so an has been chibi this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Chibi. The truth that comes out recontextualizes everything you know about Lee. <laughs> Imagine a Chibi just giving a whole concert hall a vision of mass death. I don't know if that's more creepy or less. Imagine creepy. a Chibi leading a riot. <laughs> there was literally a general operating forces against the police. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about my tags for uh for Chibi Gave. Yeah. In order to use Signorster Stylus, would that mean I have to have like intimate understanding of Agave? Yes. Do you want to do another flashback to get that? So why do you want me to pose naked again? <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> Agave's already naked. <laughs> Convenient bits of plant are covering and blocking camera from yeah. uh, anything too risque. Perfect Dionysian pose and form, of course. <laughs> yeah, the Greek, yeah, the Greek, the yeah. Greek modeling pose. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the Greek <laughs> lounging back. Oh yeah, <laughs> amazing. You can just conjure grapes to just just casually snack on at any time. Do you think you have an intimate knowledge of agave? You did make that cup to find me that one time. Yeah, and. I think Robert believes he understands what he thinks is his defining relationship with his family. He thinks he, like, understands things about that relationship that Agave themselves doesn't even see. Interesting. And what would that be? Basically, he's noticed the obvious that Valencia is, like, manipulative as shit and bad for everyone around her. <laughs> All right. Good. That's the correct answer. <laughs> I think you're going to really like a scene that I have in the works. <laughs> that is the right answer, but I don't know if that's seeing anything deep into the nature <laughs> I think that's really surface level stuff. I guess. <laughs> Fair. If you had like blown my mind with some deep agave analysis, which you still can do. Still possible. Or you could just roll this. This looks good to me. Okay. Oh, I want the deep analysis though. I want to pressure Marcus so that he dances like my own captive monkey. That is a 12. Damn, <laughs> three years. Since I have right. Game Changer, it's dynamite. Whoa! Ooh, nice. Look at all those I effects. Oh you can make it permanent. Like, literally <laughs> permanent. <laughs> yeah! Or I can make it mist hidden, so it's hidden even from other rifts. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. This is your masterful creation. You have become, yeah, like, is... these weird dreams are coming to you, and you're becoming more and more of, like, who you were made to be. This is the closest thing I've ever made to, like, a person. Oh, shit. That's true. You've honed your skills on dog, and now you're getting even better. So this is, like, a permanent mist-hidden story tag. Chibi agave. <laughs> <laughs>
Mini agave, I choose you. Does this mean that Eddie is going to believe that there is an actual second agave? Like agave's got a little sibling that is somehow identical to them? I have a lot of siblings. Yeah, so I think I want to create a story tag, have it be chibi agave, and I want my other two juice to be spent on permanent effect and mist hidden effect. Yes. All right, there's now a permanent chibi agave story tag. Oh, it can go away because if I make another permanent thing, I can only have one at a time. Mm. Mm. So if I roll dynamite again on something else that we think is better than Chibi Gabe, then we could sacrifice him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wei can also potentially burn that story tag as like a hard move. That could happen. Uh, yeah, too, that's you know? true. I could kill Chibi Gabe. <laughs> Yeah, How could cruel and him. heartless Way would prove himself to be. <laughs> John's quaking in his boots. If there's a, if we've got like a guillotine moment or like a like a season one underpass moment, Chibi <laughs> gets the decapitated one status. Is there blood? <laughs> is there, is there uh, is this fixable because they're clay? Like no, if you destroy the story tag, it's gone. That's the torment of Robert. You know, Robert is all about trying to resist transients, but all creations are transient in the end. Nothing lasts. Except death. Give yourself a, an attention on Claymation Animator, by the way. Okay. That's interesting <laughs> yeah. that the logos is what actually improved. That's actually really cool. Yeah, they say diamonds are forever. No, the only thing that's forever <laughs> is uh, death. Is the cold not even that sweet as, as evidenced by Kaz's very existence? Yeah, in addition to the mysticism, it's also the fact that I made an actual likeness of agave correctly that it worked properly. The interpretation I have is that you you increased attention, so this project improved uh, your sculpting yeah, so, skills. So it yeah. improved my sculpting skills, or like made me want to sculpt more. Essentially, yeah, cool. I like that. All right. Uh, so, did you all opt for the risky approach or for the stealthy approach? Stealthy, stealth, right? Stealth, 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 stealth. stealth. All right, so you have Lee, you have Gave, you have Lee, and you have Tish on this mission. Can we do a scene where Robert shows, at the very least, Agave, Chibigave? <laughs> sure. While we're at the community center just now, he's going to reach into Dog's fanny pack, which is like... It's a massively oversized one and is kind of overflowing. And he takes out Chibi Gave and says, since I know you can't go a lot of places, here's this. And it's just like, at first it looks like a lump of clay. And as it start, gets up and starts walking around, you see the mist kind of swirl up and it just looks like a dude. It's just a dude. It's just like the most bland man you could possibly imagine. You couldn't tell if the suit was tan, gray, beige, brown, or black. It's just so bland. We can't have a character identical to John. That could get John in trouble. Yeah, what if they merge into one entity? Mm, you know, I don't think that's how that works, Agave, but I appreciate your concern. <laughs> Are we able to see Chibigave, or is it just like... <laughs> it's mist-hidden. It looks like a guy to you. I can choose, I think, actually. Oh, you could choose? <laughs> like, right, that's fine. I can drop the mist, and it looks like a little Chibigave. <laughs> and then it like comes back, and it's like disguised as a regular person again. How does real Agave control Chibigave? 
Because in my mind, it's like Agave has to write stuff with a stylus on a piece of paper <laughs> and like feed the instructions into a little thing. I think I might have a relevant tag on my uh, Heart of the Party theme. I like that though. Like they get a little um, screen that shows what Chibigabe is seeing. And like you have to write what you want it to do and feed it in. Divine possession. Agave just possesses it. You could just Ooh. skip a step and do that, yeah. That's true. I like the merging of myth. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I also like the idea of Agave getting frustrated because they are such a physical person and the only way they can interact <laughs> with the world is by writing stuff down on a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah. They're made with wine instead of water. And they're like yeah. a small little guy, so they have to like do everything I by talking to people. I'm just a little guy. I wouldn't <laughs> steal from you. Just, just a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have Chibi to make Gabe, that voice. you're so cute. Oh, Chibi Gabe, I love you. <laughs> Chibi Gabe just came in uh, right now and became the best character. Fuck off, y'all. This one story you know, tag is better than any further evidence that it's Agave's world and we're just living in it. We now have a mascot that's a miniature version of Agave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's our mascot. That there's not even a question about it. It's not even a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is it just the three of you approaching here? What's your strategy for being sneaky? You got kicked out viciously before. There's watchful eyes. That's kind of freaky. It's kind of freaking you out. Are they watching us with like the normal amount of eyes or more than that? You would be on the border, which maybe you'd go to Tang, actually. Tang is on the border between yeah, Grand there. Vista. Yeah. I'm going to use my Sakata Sloughs up its golden shell to make just like a good disguise. And how is Tish staying hidden? Got this fog, but that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Tish, you have a it's fucking really sneaky theme too now. What is the weather today? <laughs> what is the weather today? It can be whatever you want it to be. It's just okay. like a fog rolls into this district. All above them inside of a cloud. <laughs> Three yeah. shadowy figures in it. Yeah. One of them, like a tiny little figure wearing sunglasses. One of yeah. them, uh, whatever, whatever Lee's disguising as. I like that it's still the really boring looking guy, but Agave put sunglasses on it. Yeah, you know, you gotta disguise him. What if they recognize him? <laughs> so you're our only other person here, right? So what are you wearing, Tish? What are you dressed up as? I'm gonna match um, you. Oh. Like, I'm gonna make it, like, logical that, like, you and I are... So we're being sneaky. I think I put, like, a black beanie over my pink hair. Uh, and that's it. And then the normal outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're in sneaky mode. You're already in your sneaky outfit. <laughs> it's all black, baby. It was planned. It was all planned. Hands leave big gate. I'm going to disguise myself and I'm going to be about six inches taller and like long, black, straightened, like shiny hair and like a sort of a thin oh God, are you all so face. yeah and i'm gonna have like i'm gonna have like like really super distressed black denim jacket and like a like a black rocker shirt and like like the chain from the hip and uh and like the black boots and everything very tall and thin oh my gone. god the like, gave makeover oh. of tish is the yeah. disguise we already had the disguise of tish made last so episode tall thin yeah. like neo-punk goth 
nice style. It's like two goths plus like the most bland guy with sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just hop in. In like a, a rolling fog moves yeah. in with them. That's pretty sick. That's a good, that's cool. <laughs> that's a very, that's a striking <laughs> image. Agape's creation inspired Lee to create more. Which like if Robert was there, he'd be having visions or something. Yeah. Okay, you're there. You've made it in without much incident. How do you want to go about finding this guy? This is this should be a role, I think. So whatever tags you think are most appropriate. Um, mm, I got like nothing for investigation still. I was just gonna make the host and guest exchange roles. Just to read some surface thoughts, maybe. This guy is gonna be kind of deep in, isn't he? He's like the leader of the Beaumont gang. No, right? He's just like no, the he's... guy who started the gardens. He's the guy who started the gardens, yes. Okay. We got some info on him being involved somehow, though, right? I'm not sure about that. From what I understand, Senator, I cannot recall. We did not receive information that he's involved with the gang. I just figured that as somebody who's kind of a head of community, he might have insight to the likes of Condus about what goes on in the neighborhood and how we can get into contact with the Dart group, who doesn't seem as hostile. Who's in the van, the metaphorical van that's at a distance where Agave is? I, I presume support van. Robert's there. Yeah. yeah, Robert and Kaz are there. I presume everybody else is there. Yeah, yeah. In a van, my John be van. doesn't matter. John can just influence the story directly by talking to us. So. <laughs> no, John matters. I, I have warmed up to John. Real 180 for my personal character. Interesting. John, I've always liked you. What's John up to while we're sneaking about? Can I have used a flashback to try to do some preliminary research on this guy? Just to, like, get an idea of where to start, maybe? Sure, that's fine. <laughs> I do want to ask uh, Marcus's question, though. Yeah, go ahead. Is John what listening is John to the Pink Panther right theme? John? John's just out in the open. What are you doing? I think he's... Um... Grocery shopping, maybe? No, no, I think I think right now he's walking through the neighborhood with perhaps a researched address or like a phone book, and he might be trying to contact the Mark, I guess, Calvin Cyrus. Okay, so you're trying to contact him at the same time as the crew wow. is trying to find wow. him. Wow. That's interesting. I feel like it should be a roll-off then to see who gets to him first. <laughs> Let's roll off. I mean, you could have just asked to come with. No, no, he's afraid of Lee. He doesn't want to be with Lee. He's trying to undercut oh, Lee right now. Yeah, right. Resource efficiency, because I think this guy is going to be kind of hard to find. Yeah, I, I agree. Deficit here. And I think I'm going to, like, take thoughts, suggestions from the people off the street and just, like, yep. read their minds a little bit just to try to pick up little clues and pieces of information about where this guy might be. Is this an investigation? I think institutional inertia is really relevant here. Yeah. Yeah. And let me look at John's tags. Bureaucratic jungles. Okay, I'd buy it, yeah. Wait, do we have the same weakness? Or no. Yours, your weakness is... Ah. He's really skilled at navigating bureaucratic jungles. And setting them up. Actually, no. This, this applies more for inflicting things upon other people. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's more fights with the pen and badass on speed dial. <laughs> All right, let's roll off. Investigate. Dun, dun, dun. John got a nine. Lee got a, Lee seven. Got a seven. Damn you. John gets the call off. 
Yes, hello. This is Calvin Cyrus. Who am I speaking to? Uh, hello, Mr. Cyrus. Uh, this is Jonathan Doe with actually the Mute Historic Preservation Society. And I actually had the pleasure of walking through the community garden that I was told that you had organized uh, the other day. I instantly fell in love, and I, I must admit, I, I just wanted to know more about making it and more about the person responsible. The community garden is a bit of a desperate measure, actually. Um, so your community has kind of fallen apart ever since that real estate company got all that extra backing. They've raised the property values. It's been happening over the past few years, and uh, people are being driven out. Community garden is kind of our last gasp at preserving what was once a thriving community center around the basketball court. I'm terribly sorry to hear that, sir. Um, I forgive me if this isn't my place, but I personally have worked with a lot of tenants living in historic buildings, and my colleagues and I are quite versed in. Sorry, this is this is probably a lot from someone you've just met but uh, if if you ever need help with rent fixing and navigating the finances of living in historic buildings you've got a wonderful neighborhood here and i don't want to see it wiped off the map maybe we can meet in person sometime i think it would be a pleasure to talk to you and i have a lot of people who i've worked with who know your exact situation his so. voice gets really quiet and he says Listen, even taking this phone call is a bit of a risk for me. There is a huge gang conflict going on behind the scenes. Big rivalry between these two neighborhoods. And I don't think me being seen or even going to mute would be good at all. I'm trying to fix this community, and I don't think that's possible if I go over to mute. Wouldn't be You wouldn't be going to mute. I would come to you, happily. That's also a big risk. That's a very big risk. For you? Because I'm For really you and me, both of us. I would recommend against it. The way things are shaken out right now, I think it would be better if we kept to our own. I'm terribly sorry, sir, but it seems to me like you've been fighting to preserve your community in the face of this conflict, and I admire that. And so I don't really want to back down when I know that I have the skills and the know-how to help out a person who I deeply admire. If there's anything, if there's any part of you at all that has any interest in working together, I'm, I'm available, but I also don't want to pressure you. You can go ahead and make a convince role with your personality. Quite a yeah. convincing man. Okay, I think I can Using trigger... quite the seductive language there, John. Well, he's got the themes kiss-ass, hyper-serious, <laughs> feign the idiot. Yeah, I think all three of which apply in this scenario. Why does feign the idiot apply? Because I already know that there's a gang conflict and I'm trying to... You're trying to act like you don't know that? Okay, yeah, I like that. I'm going to give you a minus two for suspicion, but you can roll convince. Okay. And this is you trying to meet with him separately on your own to try to undercut Lee's agenda. Is that right? Uh... 
I think whatever happens, because he's already taken this huge risk, he's going to be even more reluctant to meet with, like, take even greater risk. Okay. Yeah, you can roll for convince here. He's having a rough couple weeks here. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. That is a five for the people. That's a five. He says, um, actually, I'm, I'm really happy to hear you know you've said some very kind things but there's a lot going on in this neighborhood right now and i just don't think it would be a good idea if circumstances change i will let you know i've actually got a, another meeting i gotta run to pleasure talking to you and uh he'll take your number thank you that's the last we'll ever hear of him will he take your number or your email address it's your email address right <laughs> <laughs> uh, for business he gives out his number oh yeah Oh, is it Ooh, like a okay. pager number or is it like a cell phone number? He's got a cell phone. He just doesn't mess around. It's a business okay. phone. <laughs> I would like to give John the status something like, um, what, what would I call this status? You're typically really good at your job. Defeatist. Imposter yeah, syndrome, defeatist. maybe. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, tier two, as okay. you're, you're doubting yourself. Okay. All right. Calvin Cyrus walks out to meet three of you. You're in the community gardens. Fog hangs over you in your goth clothing. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> you requested a meeting. I was, ask, I was actually going to ask you that. <laughs> no, you. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see you. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, hang on. Step back for a second. So we're trying to get this guy on our side. Like we're trying to understand him, his position, and trying to get him to help us out here. Yeah, I think you also want more information about the biker gangs, the Dart people, and maybe the Aranios conflict. And yeah, you want to get him on your side. Does he have a suspicious status in this scene? What we were? Yeah, it would here? be the same as Noah's. It would be minus two. Could I maybe like talk to him? Yeah, go for it. Trying to alleviate his suspicions, I guess. Yep. I'm thinking friendly conversationalist, carpet diem enthusiast. I'm going to talk to him about growing grapes, I think, or some other okay. kind of fruit. You just go off on, a, on the horticulture of grapes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Change the game with a minus two. Can I uh, use a help point on agave here? Mm-hmm. So that makes it just a minus one. Change the game roll to try to reduce that status. Yeah, so that's a uh, total would be plus one, right? Because I have two tags. And that's a five again for those at home. Ouch. <laughs> I think that's the flavor of what's happening here <laughs> is Gave not used to the handling on Chibigave. <laughs> and so it's like moving around weirdly and glitching out. It's kind of disturbing this guy. This guy's, is your friend okay or... Have you have you ever thought of grapes? That's okay. They just got a speech impediment. I'm just a little guy. That's interesting. Man, it's okay. We just wanted to talk to you about these gardens. You know what I mean? Like we're really liking it, and like I'm like the suspicions at a three now. By the way, put my hand on my neck, like looking around. We're just, like, looking around at your gardens. We think they were, like, you know. <laughs> we just want to know the story because we know you're the head guy and you're the man, you know. So we want to know, like, what's the what the deal is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to 
she's trying to like laugh under her elbow a little bit. <laughs> and that is what it is on the surface. But underneath, I want to be picking through his head to see what he's like saying, but also what he's not saying. Because um, uh-huh. I know he, he's not going to be just like, fuck off. I'm not going to tell you about the garden, right? He's going to say like a few innocuous things, but I want to like look through and see like what what's underneath that. And like, what is he not saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think his I don't think his suspicious status would apply if you're trying to use your mythos on him. OK, I'm using a lot of mythos powers um, appear as you as you are not. Um, because I'm like just being like really awkward and kind of like stilted speech, but like really I'm using like this underhanded tactic to try to like pull information out of him. Um, make the host and, get, and guest exchange rules here. Um, and I think water in a still pond as well, because like I'm trying to like pick out the things that he's not saying about like the community gardens. And I think that's it. I like institutional inertia here too. Okay. Yeah, man. Can you talk to me about grapes and like, I don't know if you grow any other plants here. Wink, wink. Huh? He's, ch- he's right now chatting about grapes. Grapes. Yeah, you know, like we actually don't really grow grapes here. We don't really know that much about grape. Here we go. Convince. How hard are grapes to grow? Does anyone know? They're insane. They're very difficult. Very, very difficult. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a seven. So the real question that I'm asking about here is, what is your position in this community? How much influence do you have in this community as as the leader of this garden organization? The status, I guess, he can take is distracted or something like that. I don't think he's going to take a status. I think he's going to give in a little. Okay. I'm going to type. It's typing. All right, there you go. See. Is that good enough for you? That's good enough for me. He says, yeah, it's actually kind of a sad story. Um, Community's been run down quite a bit recently, and there's been a lot of gang violence. This community garden's kind of all we got. It's it's an attempt to reclaim what we had before, um, which was gone now after the uh, real estate agency moved in. I'd like to think back to the conversation that John heard between Santiago and the gallery. Yeah, and what was that conversation, John? If you could remind the audience. There was something in that conversation that caught John's attention. And I want to know, what are the stairs? The stairs are the steps you got to take in extreme situations, my dude. It's a very specific set of steps that you got to climb. Yeah, and I want to know what they are. When push comes to shove, you got to give up what you love. Shall we make this an investigate roll? Yeah. I think this and this, maybe. The narrator's potential futures. I like that. I think that this is actually, John doesn't know how to deal with these personalities. You think Agave is humble and friendly? I don't really know about humble. Uh, Friendly. (laughs) All right, I'll give you a minus half. Minus roll and investigate. Okay. Might as half because fuck you. Do we? Um... <laughs> yeah, are we rounding up or down? <laughs> oh, I'll decide later. <laughs> and I assume I'm taking the minus two because of an imposter. Do you get an attention? Do you get a minus two for the imposter? I guess I it does. So. The imposter makes it harder for you to do your job, but this is your mythos. Yeah. Woo! Oh, that's, 12, that's so spicy. That a Twelve. The minus half. It's an eleven point five. Pretty good. Okay. so you want to know exactly what the subtext was like what 
Santiago was implying Agave would need to do. Yeah. Santiago was implying that Agave needs to betray the crew. Santiago is saying, if the crew tries to hurt us or touch us in any way, we're going to destroy them, and especially Lee, because Lee is the leader, and we need to wreck them. And we're also concerned about Tish. Okay. Because Tish is a threat to our power. And we're also concerned about Rob, because Rob fucked up big time at the warehouse, and we don't like him. Yeah. Okay. This is complicated. This is really complicated. John's caught between a rock, a hard place, a chainsaw, a fire, and... <laughs> I love it so much. The actual art so much. No, I love your character design so much. I hate it. What do you want to leak, John? You have the. You have all the cards. How are you going to play your hand? I need to invest a comic fucking again. Ah, <laughs> God damn it. I needed two clues. While that's happening, Robert is in a clay studio in the community center just sculpting muscles on the dog. Ooh, with like an anatomy book open. The clay yeah. molding has gotten extremely advanced. Weaving every fiber of the muscles together. Yeah, you're using like dental tools. There's ropes. They ripple. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like Eddie stepped in for a moment and he was like, dude, dog, putting on the mass, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> And no comment on Robert like intricately feeling those muscles up with a metal tool. I've seen lots of weird massages for like athletes in my day. Who am I to criticize who what gets results, man? Like <laughs> he is shredded now. Exactly. It's art. Agave's probably frustrated with the controls there and just like in the corner trying to figure out how to stop the Chibi Agave from dancing. <laughs> Chibi Agave is now just doing a TikTok dance on a loop. It's like TikTok in real life. <laughs> okay, so back to this conversation. Calvin Cyrus has just said this community is kind of an outpost. It's kind of a last hurrah. It's a shame, man. Is it like, you know, you, you talked about violence and stuff. Is this like a dangerous area or? Pretty dangerous area for sure. Oh, a couple of, weeks, a couple of years back and, you know, there was like, you know, a guy gets gets robbed about every other day. and It's just no good, you know what I mean? Not theft so much, um, and I don't think you in particular have anything to worry about. If anything, the gangs mostly target wealthier residents as well as the corporation. Corporation? Yeah, name what you need. Oh, I heard of them. They uh, they do like the drone delivery kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty convenient, right? Uh, yeah, I got uh, I got a I got a cell phone charger from them the other day. <laughs> yeah, I use them all the time, and the gangs attacking them is really hurting us. He said gangs, plural there. Do I interpret what he's saying is that it's both Aranios and Beaumont that are attacking Nebuchadnezzar? He's saying gangs because he doesn't really know that much about the gangs. Okay. There's also, the city is bigger than these two neighborhoods, so... Yeah. Who knows what conflict goes on beyond the borders? Well, I don't know, man. You're the one that's like showing me around all these neighborhoods and stuff. So, like, I'm just trying to like get my, you know, get my way around here. <laughs> Says, yeah. Who are who are you? By the way, you're you're showing people around these neighborhoods. Take it away, Agave. Just <laughs> twerking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Agave okay. noticed that they could write out twerk on loop and it'll just do that. <laughs> Agave is just writing twerk 
50 times and just beat it into the machine. Yeah, like, and Robert was like, no, you don't have to do that. Just like twerk on loop and I'll keep doing it. Robert's teaching like, Gave how to write a for loop. Weird I, stilted programming language that Robert came up with. It's like Lua, but if Lua was on drugs. Yeah. It's like really intuitive, but only to Robert because it includes yeah. like, like how are you not getting concepts. this it includes like grammatical thinking concepts you know how language impacts like... the way that you think it includes like the logical ex extension of grammar concepts from like long dead languages and like... Yeah, like like grammar has logical like the grammar of your sentence has logical meaning <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, how are you not getting this? It's an agglomerated average of all the world's dead languages. It's so intuitive. It makes so much sense. Agave is just writing twerk 50 times. <laughs> okay, y'all. I think we really should have a goal for what we want We want this guy to do, right? Because we, we kind of... Yeah. We want leads on the Dart group, right? I think mm. we want to know what we could do to gain his trust. Mm. Yeah, that too. We want an in, and... One sec. I'm gonna send you something more. Mm. Oh, secret messages! Secret message! Secret, secret message! It's John secret who apparently can't even send a email. Has or agave? <laughs> Good Christ! Every message is a secret message. Agave has an email, but has not looked at it in seven years. Sure, someone does that for them. Side by side comparison of email inboxes. Agave <laughs> has like a hundred thousand. Lee's is just empty. Yeah. <laughs> Every email is responded to immediately and then deleted as soon as it doesn't. <laughs> Robert's email inbox is all languages that you can't read. Yeah. Except like every fifth one is Tisha Leash related spam. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The Tisha stream has really exploded into popularity recently. Tisha Unleashed is live. It's Tish Unleashed Unleashed. They've unleashed Tish Unleashed. There is no leash on Tish Unleashed. A new video game coming to itch near you soon. They took <laughs> the leash off of an unleashed Tish. Yeah. And now Tish is really doesn't have a leash. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It might be a tall order. But... That's a pretty fucking tall order, bud. I know, I know, but it's what I've got, and given my information, it's all I can think to do. He would like you to supersize that? Yeah, I'm actually going to fire off a few individual messages right now. John is starting to play his cards. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I need to talk to Kaz. I think maybe you should have these conversations for the whole group to hear. Isn't that John's entire torment, is that he is always being watched at all times? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you all would see this. Okay. Oh, shit. So yeah. do you want to tell us what you just messaged Will? Yeah, okay. Yeah, tell me. Also for the audience's benefit, you know? Yes, like, please. Yeah. But also fuck the audience, though. I don't give a shit about the audience. Oh, the biggest smile on my face. Wait, we have an audience? I should say things that happened earlier then, too. So earlier, at the very moment that Lee was stepping down from the campaign, he got a text from John saying Agave's family is behind the publishing. Oh, shit. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. And John just suggested that Lee separate from Agave and suggest a meeting with Cyrus in a undisclosed 
perhaps a historical building with the rest of the mute historical society. Yeah, I'm more suspicious of you, motherfucker. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really like he's trying to isolate you to like ice you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Two you are so shifty right now. <laughs> See, here's the thing. <laughs> You're being shifty. I'm being shifty because Lee thinks I'm a fucking spy. And the more eyewitnesses... I know you're a fucking spy, motherfucker. (laughs) But are you my spy or someone else's? I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's the thing. All right. right. Oh, my God. I love this. You spy something that begins with the letter A. We all spy, then John dies. I love you guys so much. This is great. (laughs) This is so fucking good. Turns out he was spying for Robert the whole time and he wasn't trying to bother either of you. Yeah. (laughs) Also, uh, John's going to send a message to Eddie saying he heard some weird things about Agave Aranios' family being involved in some of the publications against Eddie. Oh, shit. Eddie would remember the discussion at the diner where Agave said, oh, yeah, I saw that before it was public. <laughs> Agave just shared that information completely. None of you commented on it whatsoever. But yeah. now it's being rightfully commented on. So Eddie's Good work. Right Noah's now. just hard carrying this whole session. What? Eddie's definitely paranoid about Agave, but more concerned about them than anything. Uh, John also suggests that they might be in a tough home situation. And I think that John is also going to send a message to Kaz saying Valencia, and this is not going to be true. Valencia is probably going to try and deceive you and put Tish in the race anyway, I believe. I have reasons uh, to believe that Valencia is going to go behind your back and put Tish in as a hit. It's like uh, as the a... least convincing lie you could have told, John. I'm going to be real with you. Well, I'm going to frame it this way. Like the whole family thing was also to get you to lower your guard around the people who are really your family, like Agave. Don't play that it's banjo not for music. The like Agave, I was going to respond to that a little differently. Now I have to think. Noah just dropped like six bombs. Holy <laughs> shit. Listen, it's, it's what John's been waiting for. Mm. Things are really escalating right now. Mm. So while Ren is thinking... I mean, everybody else is thinking too, right? This isn't just me. Lee's getting a text from John saying he should isolate Calvin from Agave and have a private meeting. Yeah. Also, there are things that John needs to say to Agave, Tish, and Robert, but I I just haven't thought them quite through just yet, and it's kind of contingent upon what Kaz and Lee say. It's the Kaz-ality of the situation. It probably is not difficult for Valencia to get a hold of Kaz's text messages. Oh, so here's here's what's going to happen then. I think that's actually a quite easy thing for her to do. <laughs> like, I think that that like Kaz's phone was given to them specifically. This is great. John is learning this for the first time. Like, John did not know this before. And you are not totally omniscient. Oh. It has one of those weird things that like sometimes super religious kids have where it like texts their pastor if they look up something bad, but it just like sends Valencia everything. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, oh. like legitimately Valencia that's probably something that. she would yeah. do. <laughs> All right. I'm leaving it up to Way if, if she actually but does. Valencia that. know who John is. Well, is she knows know? the number now. She she knows oh. that 
there's a number it's that your texted Kaz. Contact. You made that canon too. <laughs> it's your business phone. John, remember how I said you had to walk the line really carefully? Okay. Um, John's going to shoot a text to Dee Dee, actually. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> John's like a Gatling gun of text messages. <laughs> John just realized that Blackberry messed up because, like, he kind of just put a target on his back. Listen, this is all he does: is contact people and give them. We're still waiting on Lee and Kaz's responses to this. There's going to be a text to uh, Dee Dee saying, like, "Hey, it seems like there's going to be uh, another fiasco, like we had when the initial wave of purchases going on in the uh, historic buildings." I think that we're going to have some more big foes ahead of us in the courtroom, and I, I, I'm sorry for this, but I do think it was inevitable. Uh, I'm happy to report on whatever paperwork we need, whatever sources we need, uh, I can give to you. So, so you're doing good work, John. Thank you. Very happy that you warned me about this, and I'll be vigilant. To Robert, John's going to send the message that um, Lee made contact with Tenet. <laughs> we need to talk about this. That'll be all that he says in reference to Tenet Way. There's also going to be a text saying that the number one goal right now in Mute should be to ensure Agave and Kaz's safety from Valencia and Santiago. Depending on their influence on Kaz and Agave, they might try and put us in the dirt, really. So we got to be careful. Six feet under, as the kids say. Yeah. Meanwhile, we also gotta stay vigilant of Tish because they just moved out in there. She's getting in deeper with this organization, and we just need to be wary of the hold that they're gonna have. We can play it slow for now, but we gotta be ready to act at a moment's notice. And then to Agave. Agave's phone, probably also extremely easily monitored, just throwing that one out there. I mean, you yeah. can always do what you're going to do anyway for dramatic tension, as requested to you by way, but... I didn't request any of this. This is so good right now. No, I requested I mean, none of this. I mean, putting in extra drama. Yeah. Like, I'm in just fact, saying. This is so juicy. I want to give John one attention on authorial <laughs> intent. Authorial intent. Okay. Actually, oh. maybe don't... Maybe, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I don't give you attention. Maybe I give you a status called, like protection of the author because I, I don't want you to God. die like i'm starting to not want you to die okay. you're just enriching this story so much but what would you prefer would you prefer one attention or a or like a status that protects you i would like a status that protects me hands down <laughs> yeah. hell yeah status right. plot armor all right i'm giving you plot armor for this I love how you're stabbing Lee in the back. I love how you're sending out all these texts right now. Stabbing Lee in the back. Pay. We're we're trying to we're trying to help as many people as possible right now. Yeah. yeah. John's trying yeah, to achieve a good outcome. John's gonna text Agave saying, "Why doesn't little Gave uh, go back to the van so we can work out the troubles for now?" And there's also some things. Oh shit! We're in the free. van when these texts go out. Oh. Yeah, is this happening currently with like us talking to Kaz? Is that what the timeline is? How far away is Kaz from Agave right now? Not. Not? Kaz was in the van. My interpretation of everything is that everything's happening concurrently because John doesn't have control of when he gets to act. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we established he was like You're doing right. his thing and now he's sending out mad texts because the voices are talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he has to move. He has to move now. 
Okay. Also, it's very satisfying for everybody to be in the same location when these attacks just drop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because, but like, presumably, Gave, Kaz, and Rob are all in this van, and Rob is getting texts about how he needs to save, <laughs> he needs to protect the two in the van with him. <laughs> yeah. But what, what are you saying, Noah? I think John's going to say, uh, I think we're going to need new burner phones again to Didi. And then... Again? again. <laughs> and uh, then he's going to say, Gave, I need to talk to you in person, but I'm going to have to lie low for a couple of days. Please stay safe until then. And just be warned that Santiago might want you to commit some violent acts against other members of the party, especially Robert. We care about you and your brother and sister don't seem to be treating you like a person and it's cruel to ask these things of Lee. all right recap lee john wants lee to isolate calvin cyrus to a separate location away from agave and get more info that way told kaz that valencia was lied to me. Everybody lied else to got you. like upheaval truths that were like really important, and I just got like a, a lie that to Kaz would be somewhat nonsensical. Well, you got an honest intuition and then a lie. John texted Kaz Valencia was try to get Tish in the race, which Kaz doesn't believe, and Valencia is manipulating Kaz by calling them family as like a tactic of control. Then texted Rob and said that Agave and Kaz need to be protected from their siblings. Then texted Gave to stay safe from, and from to Agave's leave. siblings. To be clear, to be clear, these are not Kaz's siblings. <laughs> no. Yeah. They did also say that Lee had contacted uh, Tenant. Oh, Tenet. oh, Tenant. That's right. Made contact yeah. with Tenant, and we need to talk about that in person later. Which is really bad. Oh, actually, wait, no, no, no. That is something that uh, that John would want to send to Kaz, for real. The tenant thing? Tenant thing. And every text he sent to Gavi and Kaz was seen by Santiago and Valencia. Man, you really hurt your credibility before giving really important information. This is fine, though. This is fine. Oh, man. Uh, no, no, no. The, I um, think Agave is going to hand the controls to the Chibi Agave to Robert and just, like, go over and bury their face into Kaz's chest. Kaz is confused, but immediately is, like, hugging back. John's going to throw his phone out. And <laughs> John just... Right yeah. there in the street. John, you have to take... If it's an old-school phone, you want to take out the SIM card specifically throw that on the ground, and then smash the It's too late. He already threw it. Oh, no, no, no. He's familiar with that. This is not John's first rodeo. Like, <laughs> when you're in historic buildings, people get rough. Like, <laughs> get real rough. How far is the van from where Lee is standing? You're parked on the border of Mute, in Mute, and then they walked, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes where the garden is. Yeah, it's a 10 to 15 minute walk, but like if Kaz is driving, we can be there yeah. real Boom. fast. So it's like... Wait, Kaz, can you drive cars? Kaz can drive cars. Kaz, it, it, like, that would be kind In of... character, I'm asking Kaz, can you drive cars? <laughs> Kaz can drive anything. Yep. Even a boat. I can't really oh. drive boats. I've never driven a boat before, but I probably... I mean, it can't be that different. Oh, you should try it. It's pretty easy if you use the motor. Yeah. I am going to send a thought to Tish, and I'm just going to... just chilling through all this. <laughs> I'm just going to say... Vaya. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. I'm going to say, 
Do you trust me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, boss. Absolutely. Oh, my God. The telepathic communication. Okay. Are you so ready? So many different forms. Am I ready? That's ominous. Yeah, this is going to be kind of intense. Is that good? Uh, I, I guess. Okay. Trust me on this one. All right. All right. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop my disguise. Oh, oh okay. shit. And, and I'm going to say, Ronios Gang rules this hood! And I'm going to defend and smash the garden. I'm going to burn, what? replace the what? beams with my hammer, and I'm going to destroy the garden. What? You're going to do that, or you just oh. do that? Help me, help me out, help me out, Tish. Help me out. What? No comment. Don't explain why you did that. What does Tish do right now? If you're you're sure? Yeah, let's, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what is Tish doing right now? Uh, I, she's gonna like awkwardly be like, uh, Radios, yeah. As the guy see Robert just go frantic at the Chibigabe controls. <laughs> He's like running around not knowing how to help. Agave's like in a mood. So, yeah, not really Kaz paying attention. Is also, somewhat distracted by. It. I think Kaz like like while this completely frenetic thing is happening, <laughs> Kaz is just like, did you get um, did you get a text from John too? I don't know the number. I didn't have a name. It was just an unknown contact. Yeah, I did. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. Frantically scribbling. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aranios gang <laughs> He said that Lee had contact with Tenet. That guy who like got in the heads of all those people and turned them into mass murderers. Yeah, that guy. Do you think Lee's gonna try and kill us? Over the mic in the van. Aranios gang rules. He's <laughs> 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 Uh, I like to imagine yeah. that all of us, oh all of us hear God. that right at that second. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly when you hear it, and just like just pillars of fucking earth just blasting through, like vegetables and flowers just flying everywhere. Meanwhile, Tish is like scrambling, pulls the bag out, and tornado starts sweeping through the area. Yeah, but like a mild tornado. Like she's, <laughs> she's trying to the gang, but she's not so sure about it. So I do want to establish that I, I did request that we take Cyrus to an undisclosed location. Oh, I listen to you, motherfucker. Oh, oh I, see, I see, I see, I see. Fair, fair. Lee doesn't trust you at all. I think maybe we end the session here. That was the trigger. Like, oh like you did that and Lee was like, no way. I think, I think this is a good place to end. Huge drama. Yeah. Huge drama, cliffhanger, what's gonna happen next? Stay oh tuned. Oh my god, dude. I have I need to ask you all about what's happening in this story. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Gas is just as lost as I am on what to do. Those are fucking playmakers. So wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to recap some of the things that you said because John's spyware is still running. You said that you don't Lee doesn't trust John at all. And Kaz and Gave are kind of having a moment. Mm -hmm. John's gonna text Eddie one final He destroyed time. his phone. Oh fuck right. Oh no. Oh no. He's gonna have to go to his email instead. <laughs> oh. On what? Is that a computer? Wait, how how critical is this time wise? This isn't critical time wise. 
Okay, so I, I guess we end on John sprinting to his computer. He like looks at his destroyed SIM card on the street, <laughs> and then he's like, "Wait a second, I need to send one last text." As he hears the voices filling in the details as he's committing yeah. to these decisions. And one of those voices say, "You also did just destroy your phone," and he looks at his hands, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just starts sprinting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's a great image to end on. Beautiful. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Let's do a quick recap. Uh, what were some good moments in this session, y'all? Okay, rules. That is was my favorite moment. So Wee's character, guys. What? So Wee's character, guys, is in a different place than it was when this session started. A very different <laughs> a little place. Bit. I'm still aligning. I'm I'm still feeling good. This is core to who Lee is, and you're just seeing a different side of him right now. Yeah, he's just really fond of Valencia and Santiago's work. You two are just, just fantastic job. You cast, you cast him. Yeah. I really appreciate that uh, we got a mascot version of Agave now. That's good. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, I would like to give Lee an attention, actually, on maybe either Heaven and Earth or 10,000 Stratagems for pulling that move at the end because that was like yeah i think it's so what good. is the price of victory because lee really didn't want to do it and we'll yeah. talk about that later but i think it's just something he had to do does anyone want to say anything before craig cuts he shit john <laughs> <laughs>